This is Water Daily for January 7th, 2021. This week we are looking at Mark 1, 4-11, the story of Jesus' baptism, which is inviting us to focus on our rite of baptism. Today's reflection is Oil of the Spirit. We use two sacramental materials when we baptize someone, at least in the so-called sacramental traditions, Catholic, Orthodox, Lutheran, and Anglican. The most obvious is water, which we explored on Tuesday. No less important is oil. We don't use oil in the same quantities as we do water. That would get messy. But in some early church communities, a candidate's whole body might be anointed with oil, or the baptizan's hands, feet, face, and head were anointed as part of the baptismal rite. In other places, oil was poured into the font along with water. It seems likely that this was a part of baptism as St. Paul knew it in the earliest days of the church. In his letter to the churches around Ephesus, he writes, When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. That's just what we say when we make the sign of the cross in oil on the forehead of someone being baptized. You are sealed with the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever. Paul likened that anointing with the Holy Spirit to a down payment of sorts, quote, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession, end quote. It is the oil, chrism, that gives us the word christening. That's how fundamental the chrismation part of the baptismal ritual is. For the oil is the sign or symbol of the Holy Spirit. As I said Monday, it was the anointing with the Spirit that revealed Jesus as the Anointed One, or the Christ, same root word as chrism. We could even deem the oil more important than the water. The water symbolizes the cleansing, forgiving, dying, and rebirth realities of baptism. But it is the gift of the Holy Spirit uniting us with Christ that makes us Christians. That's where our new identity comes from the birth of a new person, you plus Jesus, or you plus the Spirit of Christ. Without the Holy Spirit, we are just strivers. With the Spirit of Christ in us, we are empowered and engaged in the mission of God, and that cannot fail. One of the readings appointed for next Sunday is from the book of Acts, about a time when Paul came upon a group of elders from Ephesus, who had been baptized by disciples of John the Baptist. Quote, he said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you became believers? They replied, No, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. Paul baptizes them into the name of Jesus and lays hands upon them in prayer, and they are filled with the Spirit. Do you feel you've received the Holy Spirit? If you've been baptized in the Episcopal Church, you have. But our churches can be awfully quiet about the Spirit, so that we become almost like those Ephesians, barely aware of this life force by which we are renewed to be most fully who we are and empowered to do more than we can ask or imagine. If you don't feel acquainted with the Holy Spirit, there's some spiritual work for us. We can begin with the simplest of prayers. Come, Spirit of Christ, fill me. Come, Spirit of the Father, renew me. Come, Holy Spirit, empower me.
and then see what happens. We have been sealed. The deposit has been made. It's time to start collecting our inheritance. <laughs>